week with you. Uh, as many of you know, um, Haley and I are, are moving down to Mobile, Alabama. Uh, and so next week uh, is going to be our last week here, or this week actually, next Sunday, uh, May 29th will be our last Sunday here. Um, it's hard to believe that it's, it's come to an end, but uh, this will be the last time that I uh, speak here as a, a minister of the university church. Again, that's just hard to believe. Uh, but I do hope somewhere down the line I'll get to come back and maybe speak as a guest speaker. Um, you guys may not invite me back, you know. Uh, but uh, I think Andrew said he may be, may be thinking about doing a summer series or something, and uh, I know he won't invite me back. But uh, anyways, no, I really do hope that I, I get an opportunity to come back one day, and even if it's just a visit. Um, but for now, this will be the, the last lesson I get to speak here. Uh, because of that, I do want to say... Um, I'm going to try to make it through this lesson without sobbing the entire time, but no promises. Um, I think I can, but we'll see about that. Um, I will also say this will be a little bit different of a sermon, and you'll see how that plays out here in a few minutes, but I uh, still think we're going to be able to, to get a lot of lessons and application from, from this sermon here today. But thank you so much for being here. You know, it's, it's pretty clear in God's word that we are to be thankful people. We are to be giving thanks. I'm glad we sang those songs, especially that last song about giving thanks. You know, if we sat here and we just talked about all the things that God has done for us, we could go on and on and on and on because God truly is so good to us. He has done so much for us. And, and as Christians, we above all people should be thankful. We should be giving thanks because of what God does. That's the only proper response to what God has done for each and every one of us and who he is. And it reminds me of what uh, we see a lot in the Psalms, not just here. That something like this is said several times throughout the Psalms. But it says, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Folks, God is so good to us. He is so good. And and most notably, he's good to us by extending his steadfast love to us. And because of his goodness, because of his love towards us, the proper response is for us to give thanks. Give thanks with a grateful heart. And we see this all throughout Scripture. So this morning, we're going to be talking about giving thanks. Real quickly, I want to give you four reasons why giving thanks is so important. And then I want to give thanks for you. So number one... The reason why giving, giving thanks is so important is because it's God's will. It's God's will for us to give thanks. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Here's what it says. We know this passage. It was read for us a few moments ago. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, it's interesting to me that Paul uh, says these three things is God's will for us to always be rejoicing, for us to always be praying, and for us to always be giving thanks. And so if we have no other reason to give thanks, which we have plenty more, but if we have no other reason, we should do it simply because God said to do it. We should do it because God wants us to do it. It's his will for us to give thanks. So we should do it. And notice, folks, it's not just give thanks during the good times, give thanks during the, the Thanksgiving holiday season, or, or give thanks when everything's going your way. It's give thanks in every single circumstance. That's God's will 
for us to be giving thanks and praise to Him in everything, in the good times and the bad. And it reminds me of what uh, Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, before the, the, one of the most famous verses in all of Scripture where he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He says these things. He basically says that he's learned what it's like to be content. He knew what it was like to have a lot. He knew what it was like to have a little. But whatever circumstance Paul found himself, he was going to be content. He knew what it was like to have a lot and a little, but he knew how to be content. Now I know giving thanks and and contentment are not the exact same thing, but I think they're very closely related. I don't think you can truly be content if you're not thankful for what you have, whether it's a lot or whether it's a little. We have to be thankful because it's God's will in every single circumstance. So that's the first reason why it's so important, because it's God's will. But secondly, it's important because it helps us see that God is the source of every single good thing. And I think Larry said that in his prayer, that God is the source of every single good thing that we have in our lives. And folks, I don't know about, well, I think I do know about you and me as well. We have so many good things in our lives. And we can't take credit for the things that we have. It's come from God's hand. Every good and perfect gift, James says, is from above. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. Folks, God is so good to us. And when we give thanks... When we give thanks to anybody, we realize that they have done something for us. It's outside of ourselves when we thank somebody and we show appreciation for them. And so when we give thanks to God, we recognize that he is the one who's gotten us where we are. He is the one who's given us every single thing that we have in our lives. And when we give, we're truly just giving back what God has given to us. But if we're going to be ungrateful and, uh, and not thankful for the things that we have, we won't recognize the things that we have are all from God's hand. And so that's the second reason why it's so important is because giving thanks helps us see that God is the giver of all good, and he truly is. He's given us so many good things in this life to enjoy. Thirdly, why we should be thankful? Well, it draws us closer to God. Being thankful brings us into the right mindset to worship. Look what Psalm 95, 2 says. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving, Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. You know, it's kind of hard to even imagine how to worship if you're ungrateful. You know, I don't don't think you can properly worship God if you have an ungrateful attitude or you have an ungrateful heart. And so we must, if we want to worship God, we must come to him with thanksgiving. We must come to him with this grateful heart. Otherwise, we can't lift up songs of praise to him in the correct way. I think, again, like we said, contentment and thanksgiving are not the exact same thing, but they're related. I think praise and thanksgiving are closely related. We cannot truly give God the praise that he deserves if we are not thankful. And so when we are thankful, we have grateful hearts, we are ready to draw near to God to worship. And James also says that we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. And so thanksgiving, giving thanks draws us closer to God. And this last one, and it may seem a little strange, it's good for our health. And I put this in here simply because I find it so interesting that even our secular world, people who have no dealings with God or or Christianity, recognize the benefits of giving thanks. 
Look what Harvard Health says here. In positive psychology research, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Help, gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. Folks, giving thanks helps us physically. It is good for our bodies to, to be thankful, to be grateful. And it's so interesting to me, again, that people even outside of Christianity recognize the importance of giving thanks, of being thankful people. But God knew all along, thousands of years before Harvard came along, thousands of years before any of us were even thought of or came on the scene, God knew that Thanksgiving was good for us. God knew that, that we needed to be people who give thanks. And listen, we could go on and on and on about why Thanksgiving is so important. But I just wanted to point out a few reasons real quickly this morning why Thanksgiving is so important. And those, those four reasons right there will tell us why Thanksgiving is so important. And we, again, we can go on and on and on about it. But this morning, I simply want to spend some time giving thanks to you for our time here. You know, we give thanks for a lot of things in this life. Uh, you know, every time somebody steps up here in the pulpit and says a prayer just about, we hear them giving thanks for something. You know, of course, giving thanks for Jesus Christ. That should absolutely be something that, that we mention in every single one of our prayers. Every single one of them. But we also give thanks for a lot of other things. Like when we have a meal, we thank God for our food. We thank God for our blessings, just kind of generally. We thank God for safe travels, and we thank God for our health, and so many other things, right? But this morning, I want to focus on thanking God for one thing. And that's one another. I want to ask you, how often do you go to God in prayer and thank Him for people in your life? How often do you go to God and mention by name people here at this church or people that mean so much to you? You know, I, I think we say, God, thank you for my family or thank you for my church family or my friends. But if you're like me, I, I don't do a great job of actually mentioning people by name who have made a huge impact in my life. But that's what I want to focus on this morning. And even to say, how often do we thank people face to face? How often do we go to one another and thank each other for the things that we have done for each other or, or what we mean to one another? But folks, the older I get, the more and more I realize that the most important things in this life are relationships. The most important thing we have is relationship with God and relationship with one another. But I think, unfortunately, so many times, those relationships get overlooked. We don't really stay present with the people that we're with and thank the people that we have in our lives and thank God for the people that we have in our lives. But folks, there's nothing more important than the relationships that we have with God and that we have with one another. So this morning, I, want to, I don't want to miss an opportunity to give thanks to the people who have meant so much to us over these last several years. You know, the Bible also says uh, in Romans chapter 10, verse 12, guys, will you, will you advance that slide for me? I think the clicker's not working up there. Outdo one another in showing honor. Romans 10, verse 12. And so this morning, I simply want to take some time to honor you and to thank you. And this is where I say it's going to be a little bit different of a sermon because I'm going to spend some time thanking different groups of people here because you all have meant so much to us. And God says to give thanks, and I want to give thanks. 
So I first want to start off by just thanking everybody here at the church collectively as a group. You know, the, the church is mentioned in, in Scripture as a family, brothers and sisters, as the body of Christ. And, and that's at large. Every Christian is a part of the body. But I think even more so when you zone down into each congregation, we're kind of a family within the family, if you will. And I'm telling you, this university church is a family. This is a special place, not because of the building or because of some special program that we have, but because of you. And we are so thankful for the time that we've had here with you. And I, <clears throat> um, I'm just getting started. This has been... Uh, um, you all have made us... Uh, Um, you all have made uh, Haley and I feel like family. Um, might have to get Andrew to finish for me here. Um, <laughs> uh, you all have seriously made us feel so much like family. I mean, uh, since we've been here, you all have been so good to me and Haley, and uh, we just can't thank you enough. And specifically, I have to say thank you for honoring us. This verse right here, I just mentioned, outdo one another in showing honor. You have shown us honor so many times. You know, I remember there have been several times from the pulpit people have said nice things to us or nice things about us. Recently, we've, we've had a baby shower thrown, two of them thrown for our little girl that's coming, and so many other things. Cards, you know, have honored us in so many ways, and uh, we thank you for that. Um, Sheesh. Uh, I'm sorry. I also just have to say uh, thank you for taking care of us. You know, that's what a family does, right? We take care of one another. And uh, you guys have taken care of us. Uh, promise I'm trying to get through it. <laughs> Uh, I remember just, just a couple of examples. You know, back when uh, we had COVID in 2020, we've had it twice, but back in 2020, we had COVID, and, and we mentioned on a Zoom meeting that we had the virus. And Jason and Laura Graham texted us and were like, hey, we want to bring y'all some food. And we couldn't even taste it, but hey, they brought, you know, they, um, they, uh, they brought us some food, and, and I, don't, I don't think they understand, you know, that's something simple, but it, it meant so much to us that they heard, overheard it on a Zoom meeting, and they provided a meal for us. And I think somewhere down the line, we got sick again, or we moved, or, or something, and the Walker sisters made their uh, famous uh, baked spaghetti for us, and I don't know if it was all three of them or just one of them, but um, the, this church just takes care of one another, and I think that's what we're supposed to do as family. And I, I can't, you know, forget to mention the Redmonds. Um, when I first started working here, the Redmonds house uh, provided me lodging for an entire summer. And they provided for me over and over and over again. And uh, I can't thank them enough. But uh, so I just want to say thank you to everybody for uh, your care for us and uh, for making us feel like family. I also want to take a minute to thank the eldership 
you know, the elders, uh, no eldership is perfect because elderships are made up of people. And, and people make mistakes sometimes, but I'll tell you, this eldership is about as close to perfect as you're going to find. I have, I have witnessed personally these men praying for you by name. I have witnessed these men talking about topics that are so important and difficult for this church. And, and that's just the few meetings that I've sat in on. They make some important decisions, and they love this church dearly. And so I, I, I know that sometimes the elders kind of go unthanked. But I, I didn't want to leave here without saying thank you to them publicly. Number one, I wanted to thank them for their leadership. You know, the Bible, the Bible mentions uh, that the elders are the shepherds of a congregation. And they shepherd the flock. We are the sheep. And I, these men lead this church so well. This is an important task. Somebody has to take it up. And these men have done just an outstanding job leading this entire congregation in my time here, but leading me personally. I mean, I've reached out to them so many times on different occasions, and I always get a wise answer, a helpful answer. And I'm so thankful for their leadership. And I also want to thank them for their example. If we flip over to the book of 1 Timothy in chapter 3, we see a lot of qualifications for elders. And every single one of those, yes, it's a condition to become an elder, but it also shows what a good Christian looks like, a lot of those characteristics. And so these men serve as just an excellent example of what it means to be faithful to God and faithful to the church. And I, I can't thank them enough for their example, and they have really influenced me. And I also have to say thank you to them for giving me an opportunity to work here. You know, every young minister aspires to work at a, a good congregation, and this is just an amazing opportunity that I have had here. I mean, I was, I was 19 years old when I started working here as an intern in 2017. And then I was, I was 20 years old when I kind of took over the youth group as the interim youth minister in 2020. And then I became full-time when I was 21 in, in 2019. I had little to no experience at all. And yet these elders took a chance with me and allowed me to work here. And I, I cannot thank them enough. I don't know how much they realize they have changed my life by allowing me to work here. This has been just an amazing experience. So I have to say thank you to all the elders here uh, for their leadership, for their example, and for giving me a chance to work and to grow. I also want to take a a few moments to thank the university uh, employees. Um, I have spent so much time with with all of these folks. So to Mike and Isaiah, Leon, Tracy, Sharon, Randy, and Andrew, I just want to say thank you. Uh, Folks, these people are not just good at their jobs. Even more important, they are good people, amazing people. And every single one of them has, has not just been a, a coworker or a fellow employee, their friends, their family. And I will never forget the, the times that I've had with them. Um, they are just some amazing folks. And so I, I challenge you guys, take some time to thank them because every single one of them does their part to make this church work and, and grow, and they do it so well. And they have, they have done so many good things for me, and I, I will never forget the memories but I will say uh, you're welcome for leaving because now you can get a lot more work done, Andrew. Um, seriously, I bother these guys so much in here, so they're probably relieved a little bit. But uh, I really do appreciate the, the employees here. I also want to say uh, a quick thank you to all of our youth group parents. Our youth group parents obviously love their children so much, but I have witnessed them love every single child that's in the youth group, not just their own. They love every single child. And they love Haley and me. 
And I can't tell you how many times these parents have given up their time, given up their resources, given up their homes for us to, to further our ministry. And, and in essence, they're, they're, they are just an extension of me helping me out with our youth ministry. And I, I cannot thank them enough. Um, they've taken care of us in so many ways. And uh, I didn't want to leave without telling them thank you for their impact on, on the youth ministry. We literally could not do our youth ministry without these parents. And they're so good to us. They're so good to our kids. And uh, they're an excellent example of what it is to be a parent. And me and Haley are about to welcome in our first child, and we have learned from them so much. And I'm so thankful for these parents. And lastly, I want to say thank you to the youth group students. Um, These students are amazing students. And out of anybody that we have spent time with at this church, we probably spent the most time with these folks and made the most memories with, with these folks here. Let me tell you, I have witnessed firsthand the passion that these students have for the Lord and for others. And I know we hear it, that we say this is the church of the future, but I have to say this is the church of today. These, these students up here are committed children of God. They love the Lord. I witness it every single week in class. I witness it on our events. They love God and love other people. And that's what they're supposed to do. That's what we're called to do is love God and love others, and they do it so well. And, and I, I, I hope you older folks in this congregation, please get to know these younger folks. They, they bring such a vibrancy and an energy to this church, and oftentimes I think maybe they get overlooked because of their age, because they're young. Please don't, please don't overlook these students up here. They love this church. They love this youth group. They love God. They love other people. And I have been honored to, to work alongside them over these last several years. Uh, I just can't thank them enough. It's interesting that, you know, we, as a youth minister, I hope they've learned from me, but I have learned just as much from them over these last few years. So, folks, please get to know these students. And students, get to know all the other folks in this congregation. Um, but as I've been saying all morning, I, I, I know, again, this has been a little bit different, but I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you over and over and over again for what you've meant to us and the time that we've had here. It's just been an amazing thing. And we, I just could not leave without saying thank you to the people who have meant so much to us. And folk, uh, gentlemen, could y'all advance a slide too, I believe it is, one more. I wanted to also, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank the Lord. James says that every good and perfect gift is from above. Every single good thing that we have is from God. And every experience that we've had here, every lesson that we've learned, every single relationship that we've built has been a good, precious gift from God. He has given us the opportunity to work here, and it comes from His hand, and we cannot thank Him enough. He is the giver of all good things, and we just want to thank Him as well. And so my message to you this morning is, is simply to thank God. Thank Him for every single thing that He has given you. But I want to challenge you even further. Thank God for the people that He has put in your life. Thank God for your families. Thank God for the church. Thank God for specific people. Because nothing in this life is more important than relationship with Him and relationship with others. And so I ask you this morning to think about 
how you have been doing in giving thanks to the Lord and giving thanks to the people in your life. You all have played an integral part in our lives and you know, standing up here and giving thanks is really not enough to, to, to show you how much we appreciate you. But I hope that we will, this church will continue to give thanks for one another and continue to give thanks to God. So I ask uh, this morning, if you're struggling with, with giving thanks and you feel like you, you've overlooked the people in your life and you haven't been what you should be, giving thanks and grateful, I ask that you come forward. We would love to pray for you, and you can make your relationship right with God, and you can make your relationship right with other people. If there's something there that you need to make right, we want you to come forward and make it right. If you have never enjoyed a relationship with Christ, and if you have never enjoyed a relationship like the church with the the family of Christ, we hope that you will this morning. Yeah, we hope that if you have any need whatsoever that you will come right now as we stand and as we sing.